Hey guys, welcome to Not Another Wellness Podcast. This is Natalie Dellinger and such a fun episode for you. Bridget's Botanicals is a Denver-based company and it was founded by Bridget Malloy about four and a half, five years ago. Bridget focuses on women's health and healing and has different sets of herbal products for sexual vitality, emotional well-being, feminine health, menstruation, fertility, and menopause. She offers courses. She has a global herbalism course. She offers workshops and health counseling. Because she's such an expert in women's sexual health and well-being, she also ties in stress and fatigue and talks a lot in the episode about how those two things are so closely related and how they can affect your well-being, your relationships, and how using different herbal practices and botanicals can help you support your body and help you feel overall amazing. She was so nice to come over and an interview with me and we talked for a good hour all about her different products, specifically the ones I saw her showcasing at Denver Startup Week. She created these cocktail bitters that are made with different herbs and are balanced for different purposes and I got to taste them and was so intrigued by the work she's done and was so grateful that she wanted to come talk and share her story with me. We talk a lot about bitters. They balance your pH. They help regulate your digestion. They they create harmony and balance and help your your microbiome and your gut. So this episode, we go into the herbs and the bitters in the beginning part. If you're interested in women's health and sexuality, make sure you listen to the end of the episode because that's where Bridget really passionately shares her story with us, what she's been doing, and how she's basically learned from women's stories about their bodies, about their stress levels, about their intimacy with their partners and and how she's created products to help support them in every stage of life, which is so cool. And I'm really excited for you all to hear it and meet Bridget through the podcast. If you're local to Denver, she has a location where she's twice a week where you can come and try out some of her products and see what's going to work for you. I really, really suggest trying some of her tea. I'm actually brewing a cup right now, and I can't wait to dive into it. She also gave me something for cramping that is like a cinnamon-based herbal concoction that I can't wait to try in the coming weeks, so really grateful to be able to incorporate more herbal products into my life instead of using just, you know, generic medicine that is not going to support my overall well-being. That's something that's been so important to me. It was great to meet Bridget, and I'm excited for you guys to hear the episode. So here you go. Welcome to Not Another Wellness Podcast. This is Natalie Dellinger, and I'm here with Bridget Malloy from Bridges Botanicals. So hi, Bridget. Hello. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you. And I love the way we met. I just want to talk about that briefly. You were at Denver Startup Week presenting, what was that event? It was called... The Maker Showcase. Yes, that's right. And it was like all these different entrepreneurs in Colorado. And I think yours was the first booth I went up to. And I was entranced by the whole experience. (laughs) (laughs) But it's so cool to be sitting with you now. And we're going to get into what you do. But before we get started, to start us off, what is your favorite wellness trend right now? What are you into? I definitely, just in the last couple of months, I've been lying in bed, and after I wake up, you know, the alarm goes off, hopefully I wake up before it, but I just take a lot of deep breaths and literally just lay there 
intentionally for like five minutes and just take these slow, deep breaths. And that just gets me so centered for the whole day. And I think about, it seems like I've been laying there for like 30 minutes, but it makes me think through, you know, what are my priorities? What do I want to do that's sensuous today? You know, whether it's bath or take a walk um, and kind of like, Yeah. yeah, and kind of plan out that whole whole time or just simply relax and take that time to really feel like I'm going to move into my day grounded and ready. Yeah. Do you feel like it changes um, and you just listen to your body and how you feel and that's kind of what you go with? Or do you think you wake up with an idea of like, okay, today's Friday and I wanted to do this? I am (laughs) fairly flexible with a lot of different things. So I usually have an idea of what I want to do, but then oftentimes maybe the weather is way better than expected or maybe it's, you know, really rainy outside. So I'll kind of dabble in, oh, maybe I'll do this instead. Cool. So I love that. And what are some examples besides, yeah, like taking a bath or if it is rainy or if it's not, would you go outside? Would you spend time in nature? Yeah, I love cycling. I love, love it. So going on a bike ride somewhere and, um, I like baking. So, you know, doing some fun, fun little things or just sitting with a cup of tea and reading, catching up on some professional development reading or, you know, a podcast or, um, listening to some kind of YouTube talk that I've been meaning to work on. Cool. So I like that starting your day with uh, some of your favorite things and Mm -hmm. intentions. I love just having time for yourself mm-hmm. and myself in the morning and just getting all that self-care taken care of yeah. before you do anything else. It's like filling up your cup before yes. yeah. going out into the world. Otherwise, yeah. it just keeps getting pushed back and pushed back. And maybe, I don't know, I found myself sitting in my biking clothes like all day. Yeah. Because I'm like, wait, let me just, the, this many more emails or like, let me finish right. this or that. And then I'm just like, oh, well, now it's getting dark and I'm sitting there in yeah. my bike shorts still. <laughs> so Yeah, I've definitely done that. Sometimes I trick myself by putting on my workout clothes to like as a constant reminder of mm-hmm. like, you need to move today. Like you need to do something, yeah. but yeah, I totally know what you mean. So, um, you started Bridges Botanicals and I really want to dive into that. Can you tell us, um, what that is and what you were showing at that Denver startup week event? Yeah, definitely. So Bridges Botanicals started about four and a half years ago and it started off as teaching classes. So community education around the herbal health aspects and like, how easy it is, you know, to make a cup of tea or to make a tincture, how to cook with different herbs and get those health benefits. And then it started to morph into more business ideas and thinking, hmm, how could I actually turn this into my job? And so I started looking around and I've always liked cocktails. So I love that. Um, I, this is so good. <laughs> I am. Um, I remembered that when I was traveling in 2009 in Italy, that we were drinking all these little aperitifs and I was in herb school out there for a few weeks. And, um, I, I was reflecting on that a few years ago. I was like, why don't I do herbal bitters? And they hadn't, they're pretty big now, but they hadn't really hit the scene too much. And so I started to craft them and figure out yummy recipes and think about, well, what are bitters? What plants does it involve? And then what traits do they share? So my big thing is looking at not only are they bitter and they have certain flavors, you know, like you might have heard of orange bitters or 
um, I don't know, like the regular classic bitter. Yeah. You started off with this more educational focus and you turned it into a business, it sounds like. So how did you, where did you start learning about this kind of stuff? Oh gosh, I grew up gardening. Uh, We had three gardens. One of them was an herb garden. So from the time that I was little, you know, playing with lavender in the garden and thyme and rosemary, all the classic kitchen herbs. And we always had tea before bed. You know, my favorite was sleepy time tea (laughs) to go to sleep. Um, Where where were you from? Where were you? I grew grew up up here in Denver. You did? Amazing. Yeah. Okay. So grew up here. My mom's family grew up in um, Iowa, though. And actually, my grandpa had a huge farm and he made elderberry wine, dandelion Mm. wine, and they always were using different herbs. And now I, you know, as an adult, I'm like, oh, he, I think he was an herbalist. And he also planted ginseng, like, all over the hills in Iowa. So I'm just wow. like, oh, how cool. That sounds like a great little family to be yeah. a part of. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, okay. So it started with just, like, an understanding, appreciation of just of plants and yeah. different herbs and spices that were growing in the family garden, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, I yeah. can just picture you as a little kid just, like, out there <laughs> discovering what, what was growing and very cool. Okay, yeah. so it started with that. Um, and then, yeah, how did that transition? And then, um, so I started looking at the science of it. I've always loved science. And so I started to think about, like, well, how how are these helping us? So in seventh grade, I started reading a tea book and thinking, like, how does mint affect your nervous system? And I didn't really know a whole lot about the nervous system, you know, just the basics in seventh grade. But, you know, high school came and I did another independent study then. And I just, you know, started going to herb stores and herb shops as I got older. And then in college, I studied molecular biology and ecology and evolution and started to recognize like, oh, these plants are very much so intertwined with our health. And they actually are phytochemicals, they have molecular actions in the body and, you know, activate different signal pathways. And while there's a lot of research left to be done and a lot that's unknown, there actually has been a lot that has been done with research. And um, so just bringing those together really started to activate my interest. Yeah, and passion. Oh, gosh, this is like a serious thing. You know, this is medicine. Wow. So So is there... I feel like there's certain cultures that that have this as a part of their life, more mm-hmm. so than American culture. Is that so? Would you say there's like a, a part of the world that really uses a lot of these keys more than others? Yeah, definitely. There's, I think, I mean, almost any country I think that you look at besides the U.S. Besides us, yeah. is using <laughs> Is using these different plants for actually primary medicine. And, um, you know, I've traveled to a lot of different countries, and in every country I like to talk with the different people who live there and who grew up there, and everybody knows different plants that are growing there and how to use them. And it's just such a shock because in the U.S., not, you know, like nobody knows what things are used for even like the dandelions in their backyard that are growing they're just like they're weeds spray them pull them out when in fact they're amazing liver detoxifiers and blood purifiers and bitters and you can eat them and you can cook with them and it's just amazing to think how all the different global places 
are so in tune with knowing what plants to use. Right. It is so sad how far (laughs) removed we are from the whole process of our food, where it comes from. But it reminds me of a time, actually, I was studying abroad in Chile. And my host family, I'm thinking, I think it was lemongrass. They had lemongrass in their garden. And um, it was a single mom. And she... I don't know, we were talking about something and she went outside and came back in and said, this is really good for balancing your hormones or like your mood or whatever she said. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, I had no idea what lemongrass was. And this is something that they incorporate in their daily life or their monthly cycle or so be it. And she was like, you need this. <laughs> She's usually like, have some tea. And if there's more, if you need it. And I just thought that was really cool. That just reminded me of what yeah. you said. Not something I had growing up, but definitely was a part of this. Mm-hmm. household in Chile that I've stayed at. So. Nice. And that actually reminded me, as you were saying that, it's interesting in the different countries that you visit, different people use different or the same herb for different purposes. So like lemongrass in Mexico, when I've traveled there, it's mainly used for like antiviral or asthma. Oh. And so, yeah, I love, I love the different uses and, yeah. you know, how is it I think that's one of the challenges too though is like what is it used for and there are so many uses mm-hmm. but you know what is the recipe for it or how much of it do you want to use to have that effect right or is it doing everything because it has so many phytochemicals in it yeah. so all right so you obviously studied a lot about this were super passionate about it began educating and then had this moment of like this is something I could turn into my lifestyle or my business and I could help people. And I know that your vision is to heal people and our planet. I was reading through your website a little bit. So what was the, yeah, what was the next step to the business side? Yeah, I took, so I was directing a high school science department and I was teaching and everybody was getting sick, including myself, just, you know, over and over. And in graduate school, I saw everybody being really stressed out. And I just was thinking, you know, how important it is to highlight the fact that we can easily monitor and easily alleviate or support these different effects that are happening in our body. And um, the business step that I took is I actually started a course through our small business development center here in Denver called the leading edge. And it was like the first official business class that I took And it was a 10-week program where we had to create a business plan. And I did this with the Herbal Cocktail Bitters, which I named Wild World Bitters, which came to me as I was spinning in the ocean in Florida (laughs) (laughs) Um, that summer before the products launched. And um, after taking that class, I realized what a big, um, you know, what a big thing it could become if I did it right. And while I'm still, of course, learning, you know, how to do all this marketing or how to do sales of it, all the different pieces started falling in place with recognizing how to manufacture something, licenses and regulations, and, you know, health department inspections, all these different pieces that come with owning a business, but manufacturing and making, and then, you know, down to sourcing, you know, am I sourcing herbs sustainably? Are they organic? What's the uh, reliability that they'll actually be in stock when I need them? And then like, you know, forming partnerships with other farms. 
So there is a lot that's involved, but that was the first step was taking this course and starting to recognize all these really small but vital components of creating it, turning it into a business. Yeah, there is so much in there. Like even mm-hmm. just like you can go one the sourcing of, I mean, yeah. I've heard, I want to say I talked to somebody on the show um, who was an acupuncturist and she mm-hmm mentioned that yeah you learn the hard way that there's places that you are going to source the products from that aren't going to be as ethically grown or they're not going to be fully organic (laughs) poppy the dog the house dog is here and he's very interested in the conversation (laughs) um so yeah talk a little about that what was yeah um, with sourcing with sourcing yeah so currently i use i mean there's Several major companies out there that are organic, you know, have quality testing. And so I mostly order through them and I just look at, you know, what is the highest quality, but Mm -hmm. then also I do price comparisons, of course. Um, And then for some key ones, because there's definitely a good handful of ingredients that are consistently out of stock just due to growing popularity or difficulty growing them organically. And so with those ones, um, I've, I've been looking at different farms that I can collaborate with and organic farms, you know, who I can say like, Hey, can I use your lavender or can I use this? And then I, you know, I haven't gotten to the part where I form some kind of agreement because I'm starting, I'm still seeing, you know, what are the sales trends, what's selling, what's not selling. So there's a whole slew of different things with that, but there's a really cool project that anyone should follow. Um, It's the sustainable herb project and it's led by this couple in Vermont, I believe. And their first film was called Newman. And then their second film is on sustainability of herbs and making sure, you know, the sourcing, like how are you sourcing them? Right. And so that's a really good place to, to start out with and, you know, look at, what is the origin and what's the quality? How long is it actually taking to get to you as a manufacturer and then to the customer who's actually going to consume it and how effective is it at that point? Right. Yeah. Like the shelf life almost Mm -hmm. of of them from harvest to production. So where do most of your herbs come from? Yeah. So I mostly do mountain rose herbs. They're amazing. Great company. Um, there is also Frontier Herbs is really great. Um, I really like them. I visited their co-op in Iowa. In <laughs> of Iowa, course. Yeah. Drove there from my grandma's house and paid them a visit and got to tour their facility and look at their quality control lab and look at also their essential oil manufacturing. So that mm. was pretty fun. Yeah, it was a really cool experience, but being able to visit places I think is a key I haven't visited mountain rose herbs yet but I will one day yeah to see uh, actually where mm-hmm. you're getting your, your yeah. product from yeah and like Zachwood herbs farm herb farm I think I'm saying that right it might be switched around a little bit but they are also really awesome they're on the east coast mm-hmm. and um some of the you know farmers who are actually growing the herbs here in the U.S. the flavor is just like oh my gosh it's amazing so mm. I'm I'm looking forward to collaborating more with the different farmers in the US just based on that freshness factor. But you know, places like Mountain Rose or Frontier, they're 
great for quality control. They're sourcing all around the world, supporting these different amazing growers around the world. So, you know, wherever you can get herbs from is a good place. Just make, make sure that they're doing a good job with farming and is it biodynamic or is it organic, Right. you know, and look at how the impact is on the planet for what, you know, how they're harvesting or how they're kind of running their operation. Yeah. So let's talk about the three, or is it three different bitters that mm-hmm. you have? Mm-hmm. Because I got to taste them yes. a couple weeks ago. And <laughs> I just thought it was so, I think part of the reason when I went up to your booth and was so intrigued was wellness and alcohol don't <laughs> typically get used together. And mm-hmm. I almost think I get really wrapped up in this like wellness community and I love it. And I'm always following people and alcohol is, is definitely not included most of the time. And I get why, but I also think there's a place for it, right? Socially. And then if you add this into it, it's a whole nother component where you're also getting these health benefits. So yeah, I'm just, (laughs) I'm excited to talk about that now. Yeah. So with the bitters, I've always found it interesting as well. But when I initially started doing it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is how I can make everybody excited about herbs is through cocktail bitters. Yeah. (laughs) Because most people enjoy a good cocktail, you know, and so if you're sprinkling in this balancing flavor or a flavor that makes your drink pop or be like, woo, that has a yummy twist on it, you know, then it's going to hopefully interest the people and like, oh, what is that? And then maybe they'll learn more about it or more about the herbs that are in it. You know, I think overall, the Wild World Bitters is a way to connect people to that Wild World flavor, what's in nature, what's growing out in the planet that we should pay attention to and protect, and um, whether or not, you know, you can take it in a cocktail, but you can also certainly take it in water. You can put it in lemonade. That's actually one of my favorites for frolic, which Mm. is the aphrodisiac cocktail bitters and it's lavender rose and damiana it's been a an interesting journey thinking about alcohol but then also health and how do you create this connection to the planet through herbs and then also how do you create these healthy stories and a healthy relationship with alcohol and bitters are actually really balancing and help with so many things so i think that as people hopefully start to become more healthy, you know, maybe you're just enjoying a cocktail here and there and having your bitters, you can actually cook with bitters, you know, toss it on your salads or in your, if you're doing like a noodle dish or stir fry or something. Right. Multi-use. Yeah. So all kinds of uses, yeah. but people are stressed out. Yeah. If they're not able <laughs> oh, yeah. to de-stress, then they're not able to enjoy time with their partner as mm-hmm. much or with themselves. I don't think. Yeah. So what would be so. like an easy recipe for someone who has this bottle of bitters? Um, obviously, yeah. you said you could cook with it. You could um, put it in lemonade. But for cocktail purposes, what do you recommend? Yes. Oh, I love it in gin. <laughs> so gin, some lemon, squeeze of lemon, some simple syrup. Um, and you could do like St. Germain with it if you want to get really fancy. Mm. And some of the frolic, I do probably like three or four dashes into a glass and oh it's just so good yeah it does sound good <laughs> so, yeah I'm like definitely intrigued kind of like the tom collins but the lavender collins mm. you know yeah so that's the frolic and then i know you asked the other two right so those ones are primal and that primal. one's your classic bitters okay and it has all the 
super floral root, really bitter plants. And um, the other one is called Awaken. And Awaken is going to be your most mild bitter. It's actually cacao shell. And um, like the, not the pod itself, but within the pod is the cacao bean. Yeah. And there's a ton of beans. And then within the bean, because you can either eat the bean after it's been dried and fermented and all that good stuff, or the cacao nibs. But the shell oftentimes isn't used. And so I like to use the shell. It's actually a byproduct of one of the chocolate companies that I work with. Um, here in Denver, as you know, we collaborate. I get their right. shells. Perfect. They make the chocolate. <laughs> Nothing goes to waste here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And um, the Awaken is designed to, you know, help stimulate the mind and awaken you. So you can put it in a tequila drink. You could put it in your coffee. Some people have done. Just take it, you know, by mouth. So a variety of ways. It has rosemary and peppercorn in it also. Ooh. Is there such thing as as too much of this? Is there a dosage that you should be mindful of? So there's not necessarily a dosage. All of the herbs that are used in all of these bitters are completely safe. There haven't been any, it's called a contraindication, which is like, oh, if you're pregnant, do not take. Obviously for bitters, because it is usually in an alcohol, um, pregnant women, you know, you probably don't want to take it. Other than that, like nothing, you know, nothing else has been really shown with these different types of herbs that are used. The benefits um, for the body. So Mm. can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, it's pretty cool because definitely, first of all, benefit number one is to help balance and regulate your pH. So gut health and digestive issues are huge these days. That's one of the number one complaints that you hear about. And so by taking bitters every day, just a couple of drops or a dropper full from your bottle is going to be really helpful and beneficial to help to regulate that pH in your body, um, in your gut primarily. And so oftentimes you might be producing too little of acid or maybe you're producing too much. So what it's going to do is it actually goes to activate and regulate the um, HCl production, so hydrochloric acid. And there is actually a pump that is in our stomach that's pumping out this amount of acid that's needed to digest. And so mm-hmm. if that is like over, you know, overperforming or underperforming, you're going to have issues like heartburn or you're going to have issues like constipation because maybe you're not digesting the way Enough. that you should be. Mm-hmm. And so by incorporating these different bitters into your daily lifestyle, that's going to help to regulate that process. That was the first thing initially. But then during my um, graduate program, I actually studied symbiosis in my, it was one of the certificates that I did alongside my master's. And it's incredible how much your gut microbiome, so all these little microorganisms that are living within us and on us, but within our gut especially, are actually linked directly to nervous system and to our immune system. So not only are you helping your digestive tract with bitters, but you're also helping to regulate and activate your immune system and you are helping your nervous system. You know, just happy, (laughs) being happy and not have depression. Um, I can't remember what receptor it is. I think it's serotonin, but there's 
these microbes are actually producing compounds that match our body's receptors and help to regulate our other body systems. So like, again, the immune and the nervous system. So if you don't have a healthy microbiome and you're not taking care of it and it's not very diverse, you're not going to be able to produce those or they're not able to produce (laughs) those compounds that contribute to helping to regulate those different systems. So it's really these, it's really cool because when I think about that, I think about all the different life forms, you know, and it's like our human body and then we have the microbiomes and those are little prokaryotes and, you know, little bacteria guys. And then um, you have plants and it's like this merriment all three of these working together to produce harmony and balance Ooh, and health. Like a synergistic like mm-hmm. effect. Exactly. The body creating good exactly. homeostasis or chill. I wanna mm-hmm. transition into women's health. Yeah. Um, because I know you mentioned ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, I'm just curious how this all ties in and what your background is. Yes. So this is a whole new line that I've been developing. And I've actually done this thing called, it used to be called Passion Parties, now it's called Pure Romance, and they're in-home parties for women, direct sales. Um, you might be familiar if you think about a Tupperware party or Pampered Chef party. So I've actually been doing that for 12 years, and almost 12 years. It's been a really interesting way to meet women, and you actually get so much from different people story-wise and you just get a peek inside of their life about what's going on with their health or their sex life or stress. And I've heard so many stories from hundreds of women, thousands of women probably by yeah, now. Yeah, by now, yeah, um, certainly. I've done parties in over eight different states around the U.S. and done presentations at universities, presentations for education nights at different you know, college events, sororities, things like that, and fundraisers for the vagina monologue. So, oh, like yeah. all sorts of stuff. We had that at my like school. Yeah. yeah. So, some of these um, stories have just a lot of them have been really impactful, and so many stories lead back to stress or to infections or to you know just not really feeling in the mood with their partner or even just for themselves, and so. I started to think about, well, how can I make something that you can actually take and use herbally to help address these different issues? You know, and of course, a lot of them emotional as well. And so I created this whole line um, with six different sets, product sets. So one of them is for menstruation. So supporting your cycle and the PMS and your, you know, anger or maybe sometimes just like aggravation. Yep, exactly. (laughs) One of them is for menopause and just relieving, you know, hot flashes, sleep, all these different things that premenopausal and menopausal women are experiencing, vaginal dryness. So those kinds of things. And then I also have fertility. So as I've been getting older, you know, a lot of my friends and family are having babies and or not, or and they're trouble. having a lot of trouble. And yeah. it's literally like one in three women. I don't know the actual stat, but it is quite significant how many people have trouble having babies. 
I designed this fertility set to help to regulate those hormones and, you know, really help to reset their body and build a nourished nest within themselves to have successful implantation when they're, you know, trying to get pregnant. There's an emotional healing set Mm. and that's so important because there's so much trauma and, um, that is experienced or just heartbreak, you know, like going through a breakup or anything like that. And then the second one is a sexual vitality set, of course. So that ties in with frolic, the bitters. Mm -hmm. And the third one is just a general feminine health set. And that one is that one and the sexual vitality and emotional sets. Those three are were mainly inspired by these parties that I was doing, you know, and the thousands of women that I was talking with and hearing their stories and what they needed and probably what they weren't talking to anyone else about either. Very much, yeah. You know, and so those different sets have specific products that are helpful, have herbs that have been shown to be helpful for certain infections or, again, regulating hormones or just really nourishing herbs that are high in different vitamins and minerals that will help somebody sleep better. So all these important things that it's women's health, but really it's well-being all around, you know, and how do you create that homeostasis within your body so we have the core four. It's a tea, a spritzer, a tincture, and a yoni steam, which is Ooh. a vaginal steam. Yeah, I actually brought some today. Ooh. I know that you guys, listeners, can't see this, yeah. but um, just, oh you know, gosh. they're in tin. So this is the sexual vitality tea. And oh my God, it's so rosy. Yeah. I love rose, floral, too. Yeah. Rose is so Oh, my gosh. And it's just beautiful. You have, like, all these different colors and textures in there. You know, people will, the idea is people would drink at least one cup a day of tea. And that's, you can really start to see this impact in their life. And I've been working with clients in my business for over four years now and seeing the impact of these different formulations I've done or just, you know, a custom tea blend that I've made. It really makes a difference. And I've gotten thank you notes or emails. Mm, I'm sure. Oh my gosh, this is you know, changed X, Y, or Z. And I'm always just like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, you know, it's amazing. Because I feel like we just, as women, just feel like we can't, I don't know. We don't, we can't be needy. We can't need right. things that, to help us. And what's that? So, <laughs> just got more this things. one is a spritzer. I'm trying to remember which, <laughs> which, which one, one it is. Yeah. I don't have a label on it yet. Is um, it like for, yeah. This, there we go. Yep. So this mm. is a spritzer. So it's just kind of like mist <laughs> on to you. It's oh an aromatherapy. Gosh. That smells amazing. Is there Are there essential oils in there? Yeah. So all the spritzers oh are gosh. essential oils with distilled water. Does- oh my God. I wish you guys could smell that. It <laughs> <laughs> is amazing. Whoa. Yeah. That one's one of my favorite blends. And it, you know, again, all these different formulations took about two years, I would think. And then all that research of years and years of talking to people and seeing like what what the need what is. are the needs just finding also what smells good and what tastes good yeah. because you can identify very easily a list online of like these herbs help with this thing formulating it and bringing it into a balanced flavor palette right. you know for the tea something that's also effective in what quantities and here's actually a tincture. I don't know if you'll like this one. <laughs> Should I? But yeah, if you okay. actually go like this. It's not bad. 
That's good. So it's some of them that... don't taste as good, but I'm trying to like that one. get them to make, you know, delicious flavors. So it's an herbal tincture mm-hmm. for de- This one is for fertility. Okay. Yeah, oh, exactly. So this is a really strong um, mm. extract of Vitex, also known as Chaseberry, which is a huge hormonal regulator. Wow. And so, you know, the combination of all of those plus your yoni steams are supposed to bring about the most supportive and what I have found like the most supportive way of regulating coming back into balance alleviating issues is with these four different things and then this one is just basically a blend of herbs and it's that's your yoni steam so you dump it into oh. a bowl of water yeah how does this work yeah <laughs> so I know everyone's like what wait what <laughs> A lot of people don't have baths, steams, and just having that water and that hot water around you, I've always felt like is a really nice flow of bringing herbs into your body. A yoni steam is you can dump these herbs into hot water. Usually like it has boiled or, you know, it's hot enough that there's steam for at least 10 minutes or so. Um, without underwear on, mm-hmm. you sit on the edge of a chair, maybe edge of your bathtub with a little towel under your bottom so it's nice and soft. <laughs> you basically are squatting over this bowl and you put a towel, drape a towel over to your lap. To trap the Exactly. Steam. Trap the steam, trap the heat. Really warm. It's soothing. All of these different herbs, again, have phytochemicals and a lot of them are water soluble. A lot of them can be delivered by steam. So steam actually does carry a lot of amazing compounds within them. And so as you're squatting over this without underwear on, the delivery to the vaginal tissues could be healing antiviral, antimicrobial, if you have imbalances with pH, so like yeast infections, bacterial vaginosis. Such a big thing. With, we're talking about this acidic body. That's a huge yeah. fa- um, side effect, I guess. Exactly. Wow. Like tears, you know, maybe you have had too much fun the other night, or maybe you just gave birth. Wow. So I just love that. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm just like amazed at all that you've done. Thank you. I'm just like, I can only imagine the impact. Like, it's just so amazing to support women's health. Like, that is something I got into a little bit in college, and it's been a while since mm. I even thought about some of this stuff. Um, but yeah. it's just conversations worth having. Like, we need to be talking about this kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, it's it's not talked about. It's no. so surprising to hear stories from people. It's like there's more shame than support and that Mm -hmm. balance needs to be tipped because the side effects of that are there's like you're saying, there's just so much and and it's so common for Mm -hmm. women to experience trauma and then not feel supported in the process of healing or not understanding their body or having shame around sexual experiences. I mean, I can only imagine the stories. I like also thinking about at hearing also and thinking about just as from my science background, people who just get put on antibiotics for different things over and over or go spend twelve to $20,000, probably more on IVF, IVF. you know, because they don't know that there's these other options to at least try, you know, and look at first. And oftentimes, you know, in the long run, these kinds of sets can be 
so much more affordable than procedures, antibiotics, doctor visit, like the copay. It's like, oh yeah, would you rather a tea or a copay? Yeah, tea please, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, wow. So many things. And then, so each set comes with the core four that's designed for that, uh, that set. But then also there's some other little additions that you can add on. So the idea is you would get a subscription. You don't, it's not a subscription base, but the idea is like hopefully someone's ordering it every month mm-hmm. and using actually, you know, incorporating this into their lifestyle as yeah. their medicine, but also as their relaxation time, Self-care. enjoy the cup of tea, spritz that, yeah. you know, aromatherapy on. Oh my gosh. Melt into a fun, like, oh, it smells so good. Yeah. Where can people find you? So I'm online right now, and then I have a small little loft apothecary here in Denver. So online it's um, bridgetsbotanicalworld.com. And of course, I'm on Facebook. So if you just Google Bridget's Botanicals, that'll come up. And um, I'm, yeah, I'm at this little apothecary loft right now on Tuesday mornings and Saturday afternoons, kind of near the Highlands in Denver. Hmm. So, you know, the address is on the website, so you can find me that way too. But Instagram, it's Bridget's Botanicals as well. So, yeah, I post a lot of fun little things and do little giveaways here and there once in a while. My One of my teachers, Tanya Reikley, she always said there's no pleasure if there's no tre- – or there's no treasure without pleasure or the other way around. I'll have to remember. Yeah. <laughs> but something to that effect in it, you know, makes me think about how important it is to have your medicine or preventative health, health things taste good and smell good. And be enjoyable. Create an experience that exactly. is around positive positivity and healing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I could talk to you forever, but we should probably end it there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For good. time's sake. Um, yeah. Unless there's anything else you want to share with us. Um, I think, yeah, this is the tip of the iceberg. But there's yeah. a lot more, you know, on the website, more products, preventative health and teas and you know, the happy tummy tea, elderberry syrups, different things like mm. that. And, um, and are you still doing the women um, meetup party? Yeah. Yep. Pure romance party. Pure romance. I was Absolutely. like, modern romance? That's not right. No. And I will. I love to travel uh, to parties. You know, I do like to do that. It's not a focus for me right now, but it certainly is still a really good area for continuing my research about what problems women are facing both in the bedroom as well as just their health, where it's a safe space that they're able to talk about that. Um, so you guys can look more into that if you're interested. It's, yeah. That business is pureharmonypassions.com. You can request a party or just get a hold of me through my my botanical website. Yeah. I will also link the websites um, to get to Bridget on yeah. the show notes. So check that out. And just, I'm like... I feel like more calm and I'm just so inspired by what you've done that just thank you for your time. Thank you. Yeah, this is really fun. And half of, not half, but 10% of the um, sales of stuff goes to the ocean and rainforest. So two different organizations. So more on that on my website also, but definitely that picture of creating community and healing people and the planet and the planet full circle. Yeah. So important to have all that. Well, thank you. Thank you. you. It was so fun. <laughs>
hope you guys enjoyed that episode as much as I enjoyed the interview. And take out take a look at the show notes if you're interested in her website. It's pretty simple. Bridgetsbotanicalworld.com is where you can find more information. Check her out on social media, and I will keep you guys posted on how this tea um, and cramp tincture and yoni egg that I didn't mention in the intro because I figured I would only tell people at the end if they made it that far. So I also got my first yoni egg from her, and I can't wait to dive into it. She's going to write a blog post all about that with more instructions in the coming weeks. So if you're interested, definitely stay tuned for her on for her blog on that, and I will highlight it when it's out there. So yeah, guys, check out Naturally Nomadic on Instagram. Um, That's where I'm sharing a lot of my lifestyle. That's where I'm most inspired some days. And if you are in the Denver area and you want to connect, um, feel free to message me on that or at notanotherwellnesspodcast at gmail.com. Love to connect with you guys. Take care. Bye.